0: Alright, so, welcome to episode 7 of of the Boston Crab Podcast. Last night I recorded this episode at uh, about 1.30 in the morning, but I thought, you know, it sounded like crap, so I thought I'd just, and it went 33 minutes, so I thought I'd just hit the high spots as quickly as possible. Alright, right right now we're sitting, I'm checking Twitter, the rumor is that we're going to get Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier. Uh, from the Orlando Magic. You know the trade deadline is in about 48 hours. Um, so that's that. We might get them. But I don't like the package we're sending. I have no problem sending two first round picks. But Marcus Smart needs to stay on this team. He's a, he's a glue guy. On the court. I, f- I hope off the court too. He is the a top 10 defender. Probably a top 5 defensive guard. And he's on a really team-friendly deal. And even if he commands $18 million a year next year, he's worth it. At least in my opinion. Aaron Gordon solves a huge forward problem. We've been running out there with two bigs uh, on the regular Daniel Tyson, Tristan Thompson. It's not going to work. We get younger, we get more athletic by adding... By adding Aaron Gordon. You know me. I'd love if we could just send Kemba to Orlando. I'd love if we could send Tristan Thompson or Daniel Tice. Who's probably going to get overpaid this summer. I'd love if we could do that. But Marcus Smart needs to stay on this team. If you need to add a younger guy. If you need to add another first round pick to get those two guys. I'm you, is probably more attainable than Aaron Gordon and probably solves more problems for us because he's a a wing that could come off the bench and he could hit the three. But Marcus Smart needs to stay on this team. Now, that leads me to my next point. We are treading water. And for a franchise that is apologetic and full of a bunch of casuals and homers in this fan base that make excuses for everybody... That want to keep Kemba. Like, Kemba did that championship run. I was 13 years old. I was in middle school. I never even had my first kiss at that point. Yeah, I was was kind of a loser. Who cares? So are you, Kemba. Because you haven't won at the NBA level until you got to the Boston Celtics. It is unequivocally the truth that Kemba Walker made this team worse when he came back from injury. He ain't playing back-to-backs. He's bricking shots. And he's smiling. After missing game, tying shots. After blowing a 24-point lead on the road. We just can't have that in Boston. He, He is the worst contract in the league, but nobody knows it yet. Except for me. And I am tortured by that. Because we probably will be stuck with him. And I'm just scared. I don't know what to expect. I want him off my team. I want this team to get younger. He can't play defense. He just fucks everything up. Part of my French, actually no, not part of my French, this is unfiltered. He fucks everything up. Both on paper and with the eye test. Um, I'm over it. So if we could get Aaron Gordon and Anvin Fournier on this team for the rest of the season, do it. But don't do it with the cost of Marcus Smart. Cause that leaves a gaping hole on that bench. Unless if you want to run out there with Tremont Waters, you're not filling it. Not even close. Tremont Waters, I mean, I love Tremont. He's a Connecticut kid, but he ain't coming close to filling that hole left by Marcus Smart. And my girlfriend just bought me a a limited edition Marcus Smart jersey. Why? Because I thought Marcus Smart would be a lifer on this team. It seems like every player I get a jersey for, it it leaves this team, either gets traded well, they fucking signed somewhere else um, Aaron Gordon would be lit Evan Fournier would be lit Getting Kemba Tice or Tristan Thompson Or Jeff Teague off this team That should be the move though Not Marcus Smart And they said a young player that, That's what they said in that tweet last night That they wanted a young player Okay, cool Marcus Smart Is 27 years old I wouldn't consider that young. Now, if Kimball Walker hits off this team, you need you need a young point guard. Marcus Smart is not a point guard. He's just a shooting guard. He's a small forward. He could guard one through four most days, but he's not your point guard. Even though he's leading, leading this team in assists, uh, assists per game, he's not the guy. I'm sorry. Do you know who is the guy, though? He's a little bit less attainable. Because he is, a, but he is a restricted free agent now. His dad's kind of a clown, but if his dad had, his dad is truthful some of the time. He said that he is tired of New Orleans. He hates it there. He hopes he gets traded. Maybe Lonzo Ball is a fit for this team. No, not maybe Lonzo Ball is a fit for this team. The only maybe is is if we could get him on the team. He is an absolute stud. He is an absolute fit because he is six foot six. He can pass. He has an improved shot, and he can play defense. He has everything we're looking for, and he's unselfish. <laughs> so that's that's another fit we I'm looking for. So you got Aaron Gordon. You got. Lonzo Ball. I don't care if you have to give all our first-round picks and pick swaps to get them, because you need this team is the future. You ain't gonna be drafting anybody a couple years from now. I mean, maybe that that's a little short-sighted of me, but you know, I'm not. I'm not. At the same time, I'm not gonna blow this up. You know, we're 500 right now. It's not cute. It's not fun. Something has to be done. But blowing this team up, it it it's not necessary when the main issue is passing it's cohesion but most importantly I think it's a cultural issue you look at this team the oldest player might be Kemba Walker and he hasn't won at the NBA level he never made it out of the first round until he made it to Boston Kemba Walker isn't some guy that's going to be able to rally the troops. He's not some guy that's going to be able to tell them how it is. Tell them this is how we got here. This is how we did this. He's not going to be able to do that because he's never been there. He's never been in the finals. He's never won a championship in the NBA. So, with that being said, we need to go out and get a vet. Now I'm not talking about some guy that, that's still gonna score thirty. I'm not talking about some guy that's still All NBA. He's an All Star. It could be a guy that's that will fit eight through twelve on that on that rotation. He could come cheap. He has to come cheap because that that's just the nature of the beast with this roster and how we're going to have to end up paying everybody. If we get Aaron Gordon, if we get Lonzo Ball, if we keep Marcus Smart, if you keep Jalen Brown, if you keep Jason Tatum, if you have Robert Williams. Robert Williams, by the way, he's he's your starting center. You know why? Because he can pass on the post. He can get offensive rebounds. He has put on the muscle. He's no longer Tayshaun Prince. He can block shots. I think he has more block shots in his career than he has missed shots. Now, granted, it's a small sample size, but that that's a stat that should matter to an extent. So with that being said, Robert Williams should be your starting five by the end of the year. Once you move Tice or Trista Thompson. Now, there's, there's only three, maybe four guys in this league that that are veterans. I'm, I'm looking for big, pretend, personally. Because if you've got Lonzo Ball starting at point guard... You got Jalen Brown at shooting guard. You got Jason Tatum at small forward. You got you got uh, Aaron Gordon at power forward, and at center you have Robert Williams. You're gonna need some guy that's gonna be unselfish and that just wants to win. That just wants to get back to the dance. So you gotta look at that too. Guards, historically, in my opinion, don't usually take a back seat, especially if they're playing at a somewhat high level. So. Here's the four guys, LaMarcus Aldridge, Serge Ibaka, Dwight Howard, and Paul Millsap. All these guys have had some won some sort of league honor, whether it's All-NBA, an All-Star, all-defense. Two of them have won a championship, and three of them, wait, sorry, I take that back, all of them have made it to the conference finals, and two of them have won a championship, and two of them both know what it is takes to get to the finals multiple times and both know what two of them know how it feels to lose in the finals and how to bounce back and how to play with star players. Now let's start with Serge Ibaka. He was never the best player on the team but he was the enforcer for every team he's ever been on. In a league where no one fights it's all bite no bark it's a bunch of like this league is castrated now, so to go find a real one, you gotta you gotta look past the stats. Marcus Smart, he's gonna be that real one. You gotta keep him on this team. In five years, he will be one of these guys. So Serge Ibaka, multiple time All Defense, NBA champion, a guy who had who who is called Serge Ibaka because he blocks so many shots, a guy who has improved his three point shot. A guy that's going to be able to spread the court better than Tristan Thompson. A a, a guy that's going to be able to spread the court better than Daniel Tice. And you know what? The Clippers, they're looking for a point guard. Now, um, of course, there's going to be some unrealistic contract matching to make that happen. But you get my point. Serge Ibaka... Would be excellent fit on this team. I've been saying this since 2017 when he was a free agent. I mean, granted, I haven't had this podcast for more than four months. But I, I have been saying this. You could ask any of my buddies. I, want, I wanted Serge Ibaka. I wanted Gordon Hayward in free agency. We only got Gordon Hayward. He didn't work out well. Serge Ibaka worked out pretty damn good for the Toronto Raptors. Now, number two. You got LaMarcus Aldridge. A dude that might wind up in L.A. A dude that might wind up in brooklyn a dude that might wind up in golden state or he might just go back to portland with dame lillard who's playing like an mvp this year now if he gets bought out celtic should be the first one on the phone now granted he's not he's he's not sort of a defensive liability but he's still a bucket for mid-range there's no denying that and he's a guy that is getting up there in age he's been in the league since 2006 and he wants to win an nba championship now, granted, there's gonna, he's not going to do it with the way the roster looks right now, potentially, probably, but there's still room to improve. LaMarcus Aldridge might not be the leader, but he, is, he would be the old guard. Now, before I get to the next uh, two guys, you're asking me, Zach, why do you want an old head on your team? Why, do you, why is the veteran so important? Because this team hasn't had a winning mentality since KG was on here. Since KG was in Boston. And the issue with that is is that we've been trying to get by on our talent for so long. And last time I checked, they don't give you banners for getting your shit rocked in the Eastern Conference Finals. By players that want to win. That know how to win. So going forward you're looking at um, you're looking at Dwight Howard guy who's kind of who has historically been a diva but he has turned his, himself around in my opinion three-time defensive player of the year NBA champion last year he has to, <laughs> as we saw last year he was my sixth man of the year okay and that's something from coming from a Celtics fan he has no problem coming off the bench And he's not going to take stupid threes He's just going to play defense He's going to play hard Dwight Howard is my third guy And he's cheap I don't know if Philly's going to want to do a deal with us But after getting uh, swept by us last year But it's something worth noting Now number four Is Paul Millsap Paul Millsap is the guy that has been rumored To be on this team for the last two or three years He doesn't score like he did he doesn't rebound like he did But he's on a 10 million dollar deal And that's perfect contract matching With Tristan Thompson So Why do I want Paul Millsap Because he was the face of Atlanta He almost made the finals He turned Atlanta from a joke Into to a, a contender in, in some ways Paul Millsap Is perfect for Boston because he plays defense, and he's a locker room leader. He's been in this league since, what, like 2005? And it, I don't know. It's just I, I like the idea of Paul Millsap on the Boston Celtics better than I like the other three. Because I think he's going to be the most unselfish out of all of them. I think he's going to be the most efficient out of all of them. And I think, I would hope, he might be on the roster... After this season too. Paul Millsap is a move that. Would be. Sorry I'm outside. That's the birds. I mean it's. Let let me just. Give you a point. Pointer right here. Shut the fuck up. The birds. It would be for the birds. if, If the Celtics don't make a move. Ah, oh, it, I'm gonna have to go inside now. Now, I'm a man of faith. But if I see next week at TD Garden, I see a press conference table and I see Lonzo Ball, Aaron Gordon, one of either Evan Fournier, Ken Birch, or Terrence Ross. And Paul Millsap walk across that stage. I will have renewed faith in humanity. Now I realize that is unrealistic as hell. That is some 2K GM mode. With the the trade override on type bullshit. But stranger things have happened. All I know is that this team needs... To change for the better, it needs a rack. Uh, it needs a radical shift. It needs a cultural change. These guys, they don't. They don't need uh, a young, another young all-star. All right, they need young players that fit the system and fill a need. But what they need more than anything, they need a veteran. They need a mentor. Because these guys are so coddled in the Boston media. The fingers are always pointing at Wick Rose back, Danny Ainge. Or or uh, Brad Stevens. No one wants to point the finger at Jason Tatum. No one wants to point the finger at Jalen Brown. No one wants to point the finger at Kemba Walker. You can love your team. You could love your players. But at the same point, you got to hold them accountable. So... I hope the Boston Celtics make a move. I just hope it's going to come at the cost of getting of giving up a glue guy like Marcus Smart. If it does, I'll be very, very, very upset. And I'm also going to be. I'm also preparing myself for the reality that they might land anybody. I'm tired of this, this, this excuse mongering. I'm tired of all these, yeah, all these excuses, all this lack of accountability, this, this content, but saying one thing, but saying another, and being okay with treading water every year, but at the same time praising a culture of wedding when we don't have one ring in 35 years. I have never seen a franchise of any sport milk one championship more than I've seen the Celtics milk the 2008 title. So hopefully they make a move. Lonzo, I would prefer Lonzo Ball over Aaron Gordon. Hell, I prefer Paul Millsap over Aaron Gordon. They just need a glue guy because this team is... Is one or two players away from doing serious damage in the playoffs. I'm not talking about making the NBA Finals this year. I'm talking about maybe making the Conference Finals. Maybe bring a Game 7 in in the second round. That is in the cards. And that is a far cry from what we're looking at right now. We're looking at a a first round exit right now. If we keep one or two players. Because they're just torpedoing our ship. You got to look towards the future, and you got to realize that the future is now. The guys that will, that if, if you're looking at your future, they're, they're on your team right now. You're looking at Robert Williams. You're looking at Jason Tatum. You're looking at Jalen Brown. You're looking at Marcus Smart. You need a couple more pieces to bring it all together. I'm not asking for a big three. I'm not asking for a super team. I'm asking for a team that has cohesion and chemistry. There's three C's right now. Cohesion, chemistry, and culture. All three of those need to improve if the Celtics are going to do jack shit this, in April. Or whatever the hell it is. It may. When, when are the playoffs? I don't know. Cohesion, chemistry, and culture. All three of those need to change for the better. If this team is going to do anything in the pl- come playoff time. I hope everyone is staying healthy out there. I hope everyone is staying safe. And there's just one more thing I need to mention. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo, he's on the trade block. I, I think Houston's kind of desperate to trade him. They're asking for only one first-round pick. They're not specifying protections. They're not specifying year. If the Celtics are throw a 2027 first-round pick lottery, you protect it at them and get Victor Oladipo on this team, even as a rental. I know hard cap is an issue. We have that $28 million exception, but that doesn't expire until November. So you have... Listen, if you get... Somehow get Victor Oladipo, Lonzo Ball, and Aaron Gordon. As unrealistic as, as that is, if you make it to the second round, it's farther than any of those players have ever been. If you make it to the playoffs, it's farther than Lonzo Ball has ever been. Now, you can lo- You like the money, you like the location. At some point, you know, if these players have any self-respect left, winning has to matter, and the future has to matter, your situation has to matter. If you make it to the even to the second round, even by the skin of your teeth, is farther than all three of those young players have been, and I th- and two of them are coming up on a contract year. You get Kevon Walker off the books. That's money that won't count towards the hard cap. You have Paul Millsap, who's an unrestricted free agent. You could use that money. You have Lonzo Ball, who's going to be a restricted free agent. He could take your offer. You have. Victor Oladipo, who is an unrestricted free agent, he could take your offer. You're looking at guys that will either want to get overpaid and not be worth it, or could take a hometown disc or could take a discount and want to continue and run it back. Now you don't need all three. You don't need all three. You just need one, maybe two, but you need that vet. And it doesn't have to be one of those four guys I mentioned. It just has to be some guy that has been there. Who is older than the other players. And they could get them to commit. Could get them to commit to the on-court product. Because the on-court product is suffering because the off-court stuff is dragging us down. So that's my 22 minutes and change. On the trade deadline and what I want to see the Celtics do. I'm glad I re-recorded this because I'm finally awake. I'm not whispering. Sorry about the birds. They're a bunch of cocksuckers. Alright, stay safe everybody. I'll be back in a couple days to recap the trade deadline. Um, Talk about the Bruins. Talk about some other stuff going on. We'll see what happens. Alright, stay safe. Alright, peace out.